Hey y'all, it's I'm Just Jackie, and y'all better buckle up, get ready for this ride, because it's about to go down with d Murph as he pulls a little conversation out of me. I'm Just Jackie. Let's go. Yo, 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 drop it for me. You are not tuned in to Flaming the Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and the Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in to the Flavor of the Jack. It's official, man. Now, here's your host, D-Bugs. Let's do it. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the Flagrant 2 with the big homie D-Murph, where I literally, and I mean literally, always got something to say. Verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, This is my sister, y'all. This is somebody, hey, when I first actually met her in person, nothing but positive vibes. Linked up with her a few months later in person. After that, I was like, yo, this is real. World, help me. YouTuber, 59 and views 59,000 59 racks however you want to look at it podcaster I'm gonna still say a vlogger blogger part of the let's keep it 100 undone with Miss Nicole Banks Empress Nick and she's also a part of the Jackie and John pod aka or and or the panel pod a world i know she like murph let me say something i will this is just a long introduction because you deserve it i have just jackie i like that how you doing welcome to flavor two hey y'all hey it's i'm just jackie how y'all doing out there <sighs> you know the part of the, the best part for me though is the intro what? introducing my guest that's your favorite part that's one of my favorite actually that probably is my favorite part because one the guests don't know how I'm going to introduce them. And then two, they're like, Murph, we speak a lot. Why are you doing that? Just because for the first time, listen, they, they might not know or they don't know. So that way it's kind of a, hey, man, she dope or he dope. And then, you know, go from there. So, yes. I love I, I'm listening to the intro. I was like, oh, Murph done did his uh, research. Come on. <laughs> now, for those <laughs> listeners, they're like, you know what? Yeah, Murph been had a whole bunch of guests between his platforms. He, he, he might be on to something. Well, mm-hmm. I, 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 I I've been doing this for almost three years before podcasting. I have always either been the captain or a key leader, of, you know, of being a part of an organization. So I'm very familiar with working with men, women, uh, different ethnicities, different cultures, different backgrounds, kids, grown folk, quote unquote elderly. Um, mm. I, I believe this is a gift and I don't take it for granted. But anyway, it's not it's not about me, y'all. Y'all know that y'all know me. We got Jackie. We got I'm just Jackie <laughs> with us from the East Coast. Like I said, yes. I know repping you, the East Coast, I, Hampton Roads, Virginia. Come on, in the building. Come on, VA in the in the <laughs> building. Shout out, VA in the building. But no, Barbara, I wanted to say thank you for having me on your platform. 
I appreciate it. This is the second time I've been here. It's been a few years now. It's wow. been a few years. It has. And the first time I was on your show, I was just an avid listener. That yep. was it. Yep. 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 Now I'm here as a podcaster. Uh aka content creator come on <laughs> come on hey, i feel you i feel you yeah. and, and you and you doing it like you said youtube <laughs> periscope different <laughs> platforms hey you you out you out here i want to be out here i want y'all to know me i want y'all to get to know me and understand i'm just jackie and that's what we're gonna brand, do that's the woman the, the person come on that's what we're gonna do so for those first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. Yes, Jackie, like she said, it's been a couple of years. It was her, Justin Ruff, as well as VJ. Yep. Went from avid listeners to podcasters. Real dope episode. And and we still kicking it. Yeah. <laughs> years later, still kicking I'm, it. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So I want to, I'm going to get to that first. So what was for you that moment when you was like, you know what, instead of listening, let me, let me step into this podcast scene to see what it's about. Was it one of, one of the peers? Did you have a dream? Like, just let the world know what what, what was that defining moment for you to say, you know what, I, I, I want to become a content creator. <laughs> Honestly, it was one of our peers. Um, you know, I, I was just a fan of listening to everybody else. And I enjoy listening to a podcast, especially when I can relate to their topics. I'm always in the comments. This was before live tweeting was the thing now you know now it's live tweeting um but i was always in the soundcloud uh, comments commenting and whoever i listened to they always responded to me and um the thing is a lot of people was already saying i'm surprised she's not a podcaster because because i'm so vocal and interactive with the the podcast i listen to but i'm gonna be honest with you i would have never gotten to podcasting if um john from the johnny fett didn't ask me to join um the pie panel mm, okay what up jay what up jay it's hey, next, it's next time next time we're gonna, we gonna bring john back another time <laughs> indeed indeed but yeah if it wasn't for john from the john effect i wouldn't be sitting here with you today i would still just be a listener to be honest with you seeing the potential that's and and, and i told john when we linked up in person mm -hmm. uh, last summer and just told him like yo you, you know, you, you have something as well when you can see, you know, people for what they bring to the table, and yeah. such as yourself. And I know he's uh, have other podcasters and content creators that does work with him. And it's a lot of people in this game that's not even fortunate to have multiple people on a consistent basis, you know, work with them, let alone on their platform. Right. So that's that's definitely. Definitely a respect that I have for him because a lot of us, I know for a fact, not able to do that. So that's, that's true. Good stuff. This is true. So, you know, shout out to Mr. D. Johnny Fett because um, he's a big reason why that I'm here, you know? Mm -hmm. It was, I think, I, I, well, the story is that drama suggested that, you know, he added me to the panel, you know, the, well, the pod panel at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he asked me, he thought I was going to say no, but I was like, oh. <laughs> I, yeah. let me tell you something i thought it was easy 
uh, when I first started recording with them, it wasn't easy. I was very uncomfortable. Um, but it took me a, a few episodes to get into a rhythm. And once I just realized once, you know, once they hit play, you just, just be yourself and yeah. be honest yeah. and have fun with it. And that's what I've been doing ever since. And yes, you have. And that's probably the key thing for me that reason why I've been rocking with Jackie for so long is because she is honest. She is upfront. Mm-hmm. But also she's gentle. She's gentle with it. You know what I mean? So I think we all need that person or people around us to hold us accountable. Whether we're right, yeah. whether we're wrong. And that's one thing. That's, that's just one of the things that I'm like, yo, this this, this kind of person uh, I need around me and, and on my team. So right. have you Thank always you. been that way? Oh, no problem. Have you always been that way growing up? Like direct and honest and yes. upfront and all that good stuff. Yes, ma'am. No, I was um, I, I was very shy. I was shy coming up. Um, I was shy. I was insecure, and I wasn't sure of myself. And I think that's why the way I am today. Maybe I'm on one thousand with it, mm. <laughs> and it's too much for some people, but. Maybe if they knew my background and my up, upbringing, maybe they will understand why I am the way I am today. So, would I go back and change my childhood and a lot of the stuff in between? No, because I don't think I would be who I am today if I didn't go through a lot of the trials and tribulations through tri childhood and teenage and adulthood, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. But no, I was, I, I'm the baby of the bunch. I have five other siblings. Okay. Yeah, six of us. It's three girls and three boys. I'm the baby. And yeah, I, the baby got the short end of the stick because mama was tired. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? That's mama 100, was tired yeah. By the time she got to me. You, mama ain't had nothing. She was tired. She was tired when she got to Jackie. But um, she did what, she did the best she could do for what she had to give mm. you know and i did grow up in a two-parent home mm. up until i was about 16 okay so when i was 16 um we woke up one morning and mom was gone she left a dear john letter to my dad you know mm. and she was out she was gone and we didn't hear from her for probably a whole year straight before we heard from her, we didn't know she was dead. We didn't know she was alive or, or anything. And um, after that year, she finally contacted us and everything. And um, she came back home. And um, anyway, long story short, she, my dad nursed her back to health. And then she dipped out again. Okay. And then... So in between time, I done already had my first kid. You know what I'm saying? By the time my mom came back home, I, I was pregnant. I gave birth to my first daughter. When she came back home, she was a grandma to like a, a one-year-old, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but my mom did that three times. You know, she left and came back, left and came back. And my dad was like, after that third time she dipped out, he said, that's it. I'm done. So... You know, um, so when I was 16, my mom was gone and it was just me and my dad. Most of my siblings were already out of the house. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my brothers was still there. And um, so basically I'm being raised by my dad. And my dad, he tough knuckles, you know. He raised me like the boys. He raised me like his son. So he raised me to be hard, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of the ways my dad raised me, I pass it on to my kids. And I, I you know, still to, still to this day, it ha- it has its, its pros and cons. You know what I'm saying? So not having my mom around when I needed her the most, it, it really shows in how I, brought, how I brought up my kids, you know, through time. Because I raised them tough. I was more of a provider than a nurturer. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then most people think because you're a woman... You know, you the female, you automatically supposed to know how to nurture, you know, when you give birth and you have kids and all that stuff. But that's not true. It's really not true. Um, Just because you give birth, that don't mean you're a nurturer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when you when you're raised by your dad, take that into a factor. Yeah, I'm raising my kids like tough knuckles mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like the boy like one of the boys so but yeah but at the end of the day i think it was worth it because you know my oldest one she came to me about three years ago and she said thank you mom for the way you raised me i'm glad you raised me tough that's what she said because i mean i've experienced a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and i don't want my kids to go through it i mean i know they're still going to experience it right. but as a parent who's lived lived and experienced a lot of stuff i try to tell my kids you know tell my kids about it you know in a um a delicate way i guess that's how i want to put it but in a way where hey you got these choices out here your mom had these choices too i took this choice look where this choice led me Mm -hmm. (laughs) why would you want to make the same choice your mom did and then think it's going to be different now here's the thing I give I've given my kids a lot of tools, Murph. And you know, I give them the tools, what they do with it is what they do with it. Right. But for me, I ain't have those tools, you know, for my mom and dad. Because mom thought dad was doing this, dad thought mom was doing that. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So their communication was lacking. And at the end of the day, I got the short end of the stick. So I was a kid raising a kid without certain tools to go off of from my upbringing does that make sense absolutely absolutely yeah so me being a kid growing up with a kid you know growing up raising a kid i ain't gonna lie i was tough you know it was tough and then my oldest she saw everything like she's seen all my struggles my ups and downs because she's the oldest out Mm -hmm. of the three and you know I, I'm proud of her to this day. You know, she's she's doing very well. I am a grandmother, by the way. Hey, come on, come on. <laughs> I'm a grandmother of a four year old. You know what I'm saying? But um, but she's doing good. She did graduate from college. She got her degree. She's a nurse. Um, something else though. But you, you know, she, but her, anyway, her degree is a nurse and minor in psychology. So she's working in that field. And um, but yeah, I'm proud of her, and I'm proud of all my kids. Baby girl about to graduate from high school next next month. So, and my son, oh man, my son's in Florida. 
I miss my son. I really do. I don't see him as much as I want to. I don't talk to him as much as I would like to. But at the end of the day, he he's his own man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I gotta let it have, let him have his space. Look, we on a Mother's Day talk crusade, aren't we? <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up. Happy Mother's Day early. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And black don't crack, cause you couldn't tell the next person you you a grandmother of a four year old. Yes, I'm a grandmother of a four year old. I'll be 45 next oh, month. Oh, and she telling her age. Look at that, boy. I tell you. Oh, I don't mind telling my age because when people see me, I want them to know, like, hey, I'm 45 and I'm still here. I'm still holding it down. <laughs> Listen, I can keep up with the best of them. Ooh, and and I'm gonna just say a little bit of something, y'all. When we kicked it the last summer or spring, <laughs> whichever. Hey, <laughs> I became a new I- fan. I'm talking. I, I thought I had energy. Being in your presence, I was like, "Oh yeah, this yeah, that's a whole nother level." <laughs> the energy, the excitement. Just when you talk to passion, I was like, "Okay, I gotta step up now." I, I thought I was, you know, what I'm saying, like, "Yeah, okay." I'm like, "No, Jackie, bringing that energy, she dancing, she moving." I said, "Okay, this was up." So yes, that energy, yes. that was dope. I appreciate that about you again. Hey, yo, shout out up. to everybody that was in Vegas. That was like the best time ever. <laughs> Listen, the party started as soon as I got off the plane. Come on. And it didn't stop till I came back to VA. How about that one? Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, we went went to some sandwich spot like the last night. Oh, yeah. You was with us that night. Oh, man. Yep. 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 It was, uh, I've got time listeners. Two. One, two. I was like, I gotta go. I had to get something in my belly, though. You know what I'm saying? Don't want to go to go to sleep. Uh, not uh, uh, I can't think of the word. Uh, having nutrients or nourishment <laughs> <laughs> from the uh, a long days of events. <laughs> you had to no, be there. Man. You had to be there Listen, to know what I'm talking about, y'all. But anyway, take me back to Vegas. That was a good time. I, that was an amazing time. I got to meet so many dope people. Yeah. So yep, many. Yep, yep, yep. But but like you said, the Mother's Day uh, capade and the Mother's Day shout outs. I I I gotta just say shout out to your pops though. Just from a man perspective, having that mm-hmm. patience, not once but twice, but three times, mm-hmm. and still willing to just have that that open heart and that and that open door policy to say, come on back. We we accept you for who you are. That's yeah. not seen in today's world. Nah, no. My parents were together like 20, 24 years, wow. never married. Wow. Yeah, before my mom left and everything. So, I mean, like I said, I had both parents in the home and all that stuff. They were never married, but they were married by common law because of, you know, the state of Virginia or whatever. But, gotcha. but yeah, so, I mean, I had a good childhood. I mean, you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna say it was, you know, horrible or anything like that. But the the thing is, um, I just didn't have the best relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, like I said, my mom was tired by the time the baby girl came around, and you know what? Without saying too much or whatever, whatever, my mom. Well, I you know I don't mind I don't mind sharing. If anybody knows Jackie, I don't mind sharing. My mom was diagnosed with uh, schizophrenic, paranoid, something. Mm. Ugh, 
But anyway, basically, if you if she got diagnosed today, they would just basically say she was like a certain level of bipolar. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, um, after she had me, the doctor told her not to have no more kids, and I think that affected her. So anyway, she ended up having to get her tubes uh, severed um, and everything. And my dad even said after she got that procedure done, that's when he felt like she changed. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. So I don't know if she felt like she wasn't a, a woman anymore because she couldn't, you know, have any more kids or whatever. But what have you, that affected her a lot and it changed her psyche. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And then, yeah, it's my mom is very layered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when she when she left, it took me a long time to forgive her for leaving. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I needed her, and she left. Like, what part of you couldn't say? Let me hang out. Let me hang in there till my last one is, you know, at least gradu graduated from high school and or what have you. Um, but I still appreciate her because she taught me how to be the mother I don't want to be. Mm, you know, mm -hmm, I mean, because all of us, all of us moms out there, we have our days where we just either overwhelmed or stressed out or what have you. You know, we just have days where we're just not at our best. But I know one thing, I'm I wouldn't never leave my I wouldn't never leave my kids. I would never leave them because at the end of the day, ain't nobody gonna love your kids like you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they're not theirs. Yep. You know, that they're raising somebody else's kid. Nobody and that's not that's what kept me around. I know nobody was gonna raise my kids and love my kids like me because I'm there for, you know, they're my flesh and blood, mm -hmm. not nobody else's. So mm -hmm. That's but powerful. Yeah. That is powerful. And I, I, I'm going to go back just for a little bit as well. Um, kind of with my personal story, I had said it on the show when mm -hmm. I had, uh, of course, my biological father wasn't around for numerous years. And then the uh, male role model uh, at the time that I had wanted to adopt me, I said, no, mm -hmm. you're not my father. Even though I didn't see this man. I still felt like I still need my father. To your point, that biological, and I get there's exceptions to every rule, obviously. Some mm -hmm. people, you know, well, this guy, he stepped in, he's the, you know, the, the, my, my father. I understand that. But more times than not, we still, even as a parent, I'm like, hey, I'd rather be there for mine. More than, like you said, hey, once you get to a certain age, yeah, it might, it might be time to dip just because. You know, ain't nobody gonna love them like you until they you know right. branch out and do their thing. So, just having my father, who to this day is my guy, and I and mm. I thank God that I made that decision. Say, you know what? No, no. I knew. I just knew I needed. You know, like you said, my flesh and blood, which is senior in this case. So, overall, right. I do completely understand where you're coming from, and nothing. It's not like kids. I, I, I love my kids sincerely. I talk about them as often as I can. I bust mm -hmm. my ass just to make sure they have the needs and some wants can't spoil them too much <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got that right 
and th- and that's why I wanted to ask you now. Once you had your your first daughter, how yeah. did that change you, or how did that motivate you? Listen, when I had my first, when I had my firstborn, I don't know. Maybe I was. I don't know. I don't know if I was going through something or I just couldn't believe that I had a, a, a child because, man, I'm trying to, it's hard to think back. I just know I know I did not call her by her name for like at least the first three, four months of her life. Oh, I swear. Hmm. You know, my mama wasn't there. It was just me and my dad living in the house. And, you know, if she was crying or something or whatever, I would say the baby's crying, the baby this, the baby that, the baby. I, I did not call her by her name. It was like surreal to me because I couldn't even believe I was a mom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know when the light bulb came on or what made the flip, the, the switch come on to say, this is Asia. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm calling her by her name and all this stuff. And I was starting to feel like I'm, I was feeling like a mom, you know, I was feeling like a responsible adult. I was taking care of my daughter, you, you know, taking care of myself better too and everything. I had to have a cesarean with her too, by the way. So for an 18 year old to get cut up like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That That's traumatizing too, uh, by itself. Then she was breached, so that's why I had to get the cesarean and everything. But yeah, so I don't know if it was a little bit of postpartum, but I didn't know nothing about that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing about postpartum. I ain't know nothing about motherhood. All I had to do was rely on one of my dad's sisters to help me out in the beginning. You know, especially coming home with the staples and all that stuff and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But it was tough, Murph. I ain't gonna lie, it was tough. But um, once I got once once it got going, I, I got the wheels in motion and, and got it going. I, I really think I was just I went through a period of uh, postpartum and nobody picked up on it, not even myself, because honestly, nobody was nobody was familiar with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but luckily. By the grace of God and everything, it all worked out. And I got through that transition and, you know, a son later, another daughter Come later. Come on. Come on. You not, now you know the routine now. You you got some experience behind your name. Yeah. And, I like, look, my favorite line, I'm still here. <laughs> That's the title of the show. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the show. There it is. I'm still here with Jackie. I'm still here, Come on, but I'm um, still here. But yeah, I, you, and you know what, Murph? I still to this day, I don't, I don't think I'm a good mom, even yeah. though I have my three beautiful kids, and they're pretty much all adults and stuff for the baby. Well, she's 18, you know, but she's still a kid to me. You know what I'm saying? She ain't got all everything she need to be out there roaming the world by herself. Mm-hmm. But um. I, I feel like I, I don't feel like I was a good enough mom to my kids because I felt like more I feel like more of a, a dad you know you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, I was the provider from how you grew of, up as you stated earlier in the show yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I mean but I know I know I did the best I could with what I had does that make sense Jackie it, it makes sense what did I tell you before we recorded 
push record. I said, you're going to inspire people. Our peers are going to have information about you that they didn't know. And mm. and including myself, I'm here with you. Even right now. And I've, and I, I, I've told a few people this uh, behind closed doors. I'll share a little bit because mm. my first kid doesn't live with me. And one of the hardest decisions I had to make was to actually leave her with her mother because i didn't grow up with my father Mm. so all for so many years i was like man it's gonna i'm not gonna be i'm gonna be there for all my kids and then when i had to leave and step out it was kind of like i'm leaving my 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 kid i i I vowed i wasn't gonna leave and that ate me up for about a year and a half maybe even two years and even to this day there are times when she called me i'm like still three and a half hours away or i gotta Mm. work i can't see you the following morning before i go in so as a parent i told my parents this like you said you know with with, with your daughter telling you i see why thank you because as Mm -hmm. a parent we know you gotta maybe juggle these bills to give them what they need you might have to work that extra shift to take care of the bills or whatever you know that you need to do all the time they're going to see that at the end because there are times like man i can't see my kid probably for these next two days because i'm gonna go get this ot yeah (laughs) you right y'all ain't seen me but i'm working y'all i'm working for y'all promise you i promise yes promise you I, I know when I was coming up and I was, you know, in junior high and high school and I was just, you know, obviously before I got pregnant, I was running track and stuff. And, um, Jackie you know, the athlete. Okay. Look at that. Girl. Yeah. You know, you know, that's how I try to, I still try to keep this girlish figure. You know hey. what I'm saying? Jackie's athletic body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but now I ran track and I played volleyball. But, um, no, my, but my parents didn't come to my trap meets like that you know how you had the banquets and stuff at the end of the season mm-hmm. now they did participate in the banquets and all that stuff but um they never came to any of the actual events and stuff and I, you know as as a kid you're you know obviously you're disappointed right you know right. but um and then you know i had my i had my kids and they were in high school you know school period you know i, I made it a point to go to the track meets and stuff and go to forensics and debate you know whatever my kids was into i ain't go to all of them mm-hmm. but i made it a point to be there and show my face when i could mm-hmm. you know so like like i was saying before you know, i used what i had you know with the little bit of tools that was given to me so like the things that my parents didn't do that i wanted them to do mm-hmm. I made it a point to do these things for my kids and with my kids because I didn't want to want my kids feeling like I felt, right. you know, coming up because, you know, my parents didn't like I like my parents didn't care. I thought they didn't care because they didn't come to the meets and all that stuff or whatever. But like you were saying, they got to work. They had to work, you know, and I understand because as being a single mom, I was working, you know, taking care of my kids by myself and everything. So, but I just had to find that balance to still give that little extra bit of energy, even though I don't work two shifts or two jobs. Okay, my my kid got a track meet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me go and muster up, you know, my second win and go out there and support, support, support my kid, you know? So, 
a lot, a lot of me is trial and error, Murph. You know, <laughs> Jackie. You know what? What? You still here? <laughs> I'm still here. Come on, I'm still here. Come on. Yes, I am. But um, come on. Come on. I, I appreciate my parents, though. You know, they they did what they could. Mm-hmm. They did the best they could to, you know, mm-hmm. with all the kids and everything. It's so. not a booklet. It's not a, a seminar. It's not a class you can take to be Mm-mm. a parent. No, it sure ain't. But you know, but you know what? I feel like, um, man, let, let me let me go into my little my my adulthood. You Come know on. what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Let me go into my adulthood. So, oh man, let's fast forward. I'm 29, okay. right? Okay. Three 29. kids. Three kids. 29. I'm I'm on board. Yeah. I got my seatbelt on. Huh? I got my seatbelt on. I'm ready. I'm, I'm cruising okay. with you. Yeah, so baby girl is like three or four maybe at the time. I can't remember. But anyway, I'm getting married for the first time, right? Okay. And um, so I got married when I was 30, I believe. Yeah, for the first time. First marriage, I was 30. 29 going on 30, whatever. Let me tell you something. <sighs> Murph. I wouldn't have did that marriage. I, if I could go back again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have did it. I did it for all the wrong reasons. Mm. <sighs> again, it's again when you're growing up, you take you you take what you what you, you you. What am I trying to say? You go off of what you learn, what you see as you're growing up as a child. Mm-hmm. You take all that with you, and that's what you that's what you're working with. So as me coming up. I don't want us to keep saying like my parents didn't give me the tools, making it seem like I'm blaming my parents and stuff. But some, I mean, but it is what it is. Like the people around me, the adults, they won't, they will focus on the wrong thing. And it's like when you got people in your head saying if you're not married by the time you're thirty, this and that and the third, um, marriage is marriage is this all you gotta do is this and everything will be fine or whatever whatever type crap so anyway at the end of the day i got married right Mm -hmm. i married this guy obviously he loved me you know i loved him but i wasn't in love with him Mm -hmm. but i had three kids murph and i'm like what other guy is gonna come around and ask me to marry him with three kids that ain't his and he ain't got no kids you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm So I went on and, you know, took that plunge and got married and all that stuff. But my idea of marriage was trash. My idea of marriage was trash. All I thought I had to do was just be that good wife, you know, keep the house clean, cook. I you know, obviously I worked too. I brought in I brought in bacon too. You know what I'm saying? Make sure he's happy however he wants to be happy. And and that's all I needed to do. And then I told myself, I said, well, I can learn to, to love him, you know, like be in love with him and be, you know, the good wife he needed to be or whatever. Right. Okay. At the end of the day, obviously I still ain't married to this first husband. Right. <laughs> I woke up Murph and I was like, nah, Jackie, I'm not being fair to him because this man was in love with me unconditionally and all this good stuff. But I wasn't giving him the love that he deserved. Now, I was not there doing no bull crap, Murph. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I just knew he deserved better than me. So, 
that's why that first marriage ended and all that stuff right and we still cool to this day you know no problems or whatever it, it was just a learning curve really for both of us and i learned that we were better off just being friends mm -hmm. instead of being husband and wife mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so listen i'm telling y'all this story because we're gonna fast forward again jackie got married again mm. But Jackie's still here, though, y'all. Look, she's still here. And for y'all listeners out there, y'all still here, too. So continue. We here. We are here Jackie for you. got married again. You know, I met this guy. Everything was everything. was everything. It was great. He asked me to marry him. We ended up getting married or whatever. A year or so later, after, after he asked me all that good stuff. Anyway, still taking the tools of as long as I do this, Keep them happy. Keep the house, keep the house clean. Cook. Uh, just keep, just balance everything. Everything is gonna be fine. That's all it takes to keep keep a marriage alive and thriving and working and all this stuff. Listen, that turned out to be a lie. Okay, mm. turned out to be the biggest lie I I've ever heard of and and ever believed in my life. Um that i don't know i just had the, the wrong idea of marriage you know what i'm saying and i had to go through this last marriage to get that wake-up call you know what i'm saying but i'm gonna tell you murph that changed my whole life that union changed my whole entire life for the worse you know i had to go through hell and back you know what I'm saying? So, like, for the past five, six years, I went through hell. And it's going to sound redundant. I'm still here. Come on. You know? No, they, no, they, no that's perfect. No, you're not as I'm redundant. I trust you. But, um, yeah, um, basically, at the end of the day, my heart was broken. And what I believed was a lie. You know? Marriage is, marriage is more than just Marriage is more than just trying to keep somebody uh, basic happy and all this stuff. And I don't know. You know, you got to have communication. It was just a lot of stuff that wasn't there for that marriage. And I learned the hard way that it wasn't there. Now, at the end of the day, those who know me know why we're not together. But I'm not going to sit here and blame that man for everything. I want to take blame where I need to take blame. I didn't communicate well, you know, it's like, you can't assume that your partner's happy. You can't, you know, you wake up every morning, y'all have a routine or whatever, whatever. When, Murph, when the last time you asked, you know, your wife, hey, you happy? You good? You know, everything okay? You, you want to talk about anything? Mm -hmm. Have actually, you done that? Yeah, actually earlier today. For, there you go. Yeah, I, yeah. Never done that. Never did that at all. I just assumed that everything was Gucci and everything was not Gucci. And um, and by me thinking everything was Gucci, I never even took the time to ask him how he how he. I mean, you obviously you got to know him how you doing, but I ain't go in depth with it. I just assumed this guy was happy. I, I assumed I was doing everything I was supposed to do as a wife, and really I was. I, I mean. You know, um, but it wasn't obviously enough for him, you know, but I don't know. I, 
but I ain't gonna blame the whole demise of that union on him. Like I said, it could have been better communication and you know, other things could have been better too, obviously, but man, I, I I'm just saying all this to say that that um when I went through that that time, it, it took time to get here and I'm gonna be honest with you, Mert. The only reason why I'm here and I can, you know, speak about it without feeling no ill will, I had to end up going to therapy, Murph. That that's the whole listener, that's the whole point of me telling y'all about this marriage and that yeah. marriage or whatever, whatever. I had to end up going to therapy because it got to a point where I couldn't heal myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I couldn't like pick myself up, put a smile on my face, and say, Jackie, get up and go you know, go do your normal routine for the day. It, it was too hard. And um, I thought I was doing good, but I wasn't doing good. It had to take somebody else to say, hey, girl, you're not doing good. You're not improving. You still got some residual feelings from this and that and the third. You know, as a friend, I think you should go talk to somebody. And then I appreciate that friend to this day because if the friend didn't say it, no family member said nothing to me, Murph. No, no nothing. Wow. You know, and it took somebody who barely knows me to say, "Hey, let me let me say this to you because I care about you." And boom, here I am. Here I am. Took. I'm still here. Um, you still here? And 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 like I told you, you're going to. We're well. This I'm gonna say you. You're inspiring people. I told you I got your back. I, I'm I'm a, I'm in this journey with you, especially being on this platform. So during that mm-hmm. time frame, though, what I know because there's levels to everything in this stages. Mm-hmm. What outside of time? What helped you gain your confidence? Hmm. <sighs> Well, it helped me gain my confidence. Mm-hmm. <sighs> to where you won't have that ill will when you talk about, you know, that, that marriage or think about that, that ex-husband. Honestly, I, um, here's the thing. I I had to go through this thing called the five stages of grief. Come on. But even though it wasn't really like a physical person dying, it was the death of that relationship and stuff. And like... When I thought I was taking 10 steps forward, I really wasn't. I was, you know how, you know, they say, they say time heals all wounds. Technically, time does, but I got stuck in this little time lap. You know what I'm saying? And time started being a hindrance to me. And the only way I got out of it, I, I had to go to therapy. That, that was it. That's what helped me go through you know and get to the point where you were asking me like what i can stop when i can stop talking about that marriage without feeling anger when i can stop talking you know talking about him or whatever the situation was without feeling bitter without feeling hurt or whatever i had to go to therapy to get to that point because i couldn't get there by myself i won't talk to nobody i was keeping all of my my feelings bottled up to myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this this is crazy because I'm up here on social media. I'm up here podcasting, YouTube, and whatever. I'm up here posting on Instagram. And y'all see this girl 
who looked cute with the hair, got her face done, got her outfit on, saying, hey, good morning, I'm just Jackie's here, or happy Monday, or whatever, mm -hmm. but I was dying, Murph, I was dying on the inside, because I had to keep putting on this face, not just physically with the makeup, but mentally, I had to keep putting on this face, waking up every morning, doing these little, and I thought it because this is what the people wanted this is what i'm thinking this is what the people wanted they got used to jackie coming up here doing all these um everyday good morning videos they got used to jackie posting hair makeup whatever whatever but Murph, at the same time i won't taking care of what i needed to take care of Pop. i had to i had to face what was in front of me and stop running from it but i was running from it by doing just focusing on social media and all this crap or whatever whatever but at the end of the day it was too much and it broke me down it wore me out mm -hmm. and then i was already in a depression that i didn't know about but getting up putting on that fake ass face fake ass smile over a period of time that made it 10 times worse you see what i'm saying be real be real it it, it did it made yeah. it made it it made that depression that i was in 10 times worse so this whole time i think and i'm healing and coming up here putting on his face and being all smiley whatever whatever but really freaking dying on the inside then when i finally realized you you ain't go nowhere you ain't take no 10 steps forward you still stuck in that same spot you were still stuck in five years ago thinking you know made some progress because you out here and you look cute that they ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. I look cute on the outside, but dying on the inside. So I had to therapy was the only thing that really, really helped me. That was it. That was it. So and as a culture, oh therapists, oh, you don't need to let people in your business. First off, I recommend I personally haven't been, but I did have a pastor who I confided in and who I just basically spilled my heart and spirit to my soul to help me mm -hmm. transition from my divorce and those stages of gaining my self-confidence back so it, it, people mm -hmm. our culture needs to stop that and, and and another thing as a public figure which you are and i am there are times when you know what we just need time for ourselves. yeah it's okay to take that break it's truly okay to take that break and not push record or not post that video or make sure you on social media. It's okay. Do you? Because when I see you, I want to be like, okay, that's Jack instead of, damn, what, what happened mm -hmm. Oh, she should have took that time off. Now, you know, I'm bummed <laughs> out. I'm trying to see what's up with her. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to take it that is. time. It is. And then it's like, and you know the sad part about it you know talking about being divorced and stuff um i probably should have been divorced several years prior to when i got this um divorce from the second husband mm. but i was just so worried about what would people think about me being divorced twice you know being a two-time divorcee you know just so worried about what other people gonna think Thank i ain't got time to be wor worried about what other people gonna think i gotta worry about me yep. and what's gonna help me heal mm -hmm. and what's gonna make me better and um and then i just got comfortable and i ain't wanna i got comfortable with the situation i got comfortable with the separation and i'm just like i ain't want to put myself back out there i want to 
you know, be hurt no more or whatever. I didn't want to trust nobody anymore. I really closed myself off to any and everything, but you, you know, just, just having good people in your corner and you know, when you have your revelations and you realize and you realize things, um, yeah, it just makes life better. So therapy is a good thing, people. Therapy is not bad. Even and therapy is just not for. I don't want to say like people with mental issues. You know, sometimes therapy is just good to just go whatever whatever's going on in your week and you just want to get it off your chest mm -hmm. go, go you can go talk to the therapist and get mm -hmm. everything you want to say off of your chest because i don't really have a person who i can sit here and say i'm gonna pick up the phone i'm gonna call and just vent you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i wish i had that person when i was going through the separation and stuff maybe i would have never gotten such a deep funk mm -hmm. but you know it is what it is and I'm a big believer in things happen for a reason. So, you know, I'm here. I, like yes, I said, <laughs> would I change anything? Yeah, I don't know, Merv. I, I sit here and say, yeah, I would change something. Then, then I look at me now and I'm like, man, but if I change that one little thing, would I be this person I mm -hmm. am today? So maybe I wouldn't change anything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, I'm here. You there, there you go. And you here with the big homie. You here on the flagrant too. You are here. You 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 got an extra person on your side, on your team, such as mm -hmm. myself and some of our devoted listeners and supporters. And now you're an entrepreneur. Now you have a brand. Have yeah. you always had that entrepreneur spirit, entrepreneurial mindset? always i mean it's a gift and a curse that's how i see it um because it's a gift because i mean like give me murph tell me something tell me hey jackie i need whatever whatever i'm gonna hop right on it i'm gonna do my research you're gonna get to the point like girl you're getting on my nerve you stress me i'm like hey but you asked me for my help <laughs> i think i got my new I pr person wait a minute i think oh my bad i'll go ahead <laughs> No, but I'm actually a hardworking person. I got I have excellent work ethics. Um, I love helping other people build their businesses, create their businesses, just start them off on on the right path and everything. Um, like I help a few people start their businesses and everything, and you know they're still making money with it to this day. So, but my thing is, I'm an accountant. I love numbers, but at the same time, I know. I know the gist. I know how to set you up in your company for like if you want to S Corp, LLC, whatever. I know all that stuff. I can tell you the ins and outs. I can tell you, you know, the pros and cons, what I recommend for you for the type of business you have. I'm very business savvy. So <laughs> I got a great head on my shoulders for business. But hey, some of that street smart, some personal stuff, you know, hey, I, I, ain't, I ain't A1 on it, obviously. But when it comes to business, I'm your girl. I'm your girl. <laughs> hey, y'all. Y'all heard from Jackie. She dope. She educated. 
with with with, with experience, got some street savviness. She trying to downplay it. No, just don't don't try to cross <laughs> over. Don't try to cross her over. She's very smart. Don't get it twisted. But but you said something that was real important, and that's including myself. Mm-hmm. People gonna always have something to say, regardless though, Jackie. Whether you've married twice, three times, got two or three baby daddies or baby mamas, mm-hmm. uh, you go from job to job, or you you know you podcast for a year, you take six months off and come back. Somebody gonna always have something to say. That's true. And, and you know how I look at it now. If you ain't saying nothing about me, that means I ain't doing something right. It is. Now, I, it. If I, people, if people ain't talking about you, you ain't doing nothing. Come on, come on. That, that's how I'm gonna take it now. I, I can't take it as every time somebody says something about me is negative. I'm just gonna like, hey, they talking about me. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm doing something right. Yep, yep, yep. yep <laughs> that's Because yep. bad publicity is good publicity. Correct. Keep my name in your mouth. Pause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 but overall, overall, that's just something as as public figures though we gotta get real numb to. Cause mm-hmm. those people that's talking negative about us, they're not paying our bills. No, they're not. They're not providing for our families and, and, and giving us, you know, enjoyment. So it's kind of like literally brush your shoulders off and keep it moving that's kind of been my antidote to be able to be in this podcast game especially as an independent as long as i have been mm-hmm. who is this guy who he think he is oh he think he this person because he linked up with this person oh man he, uh, whatever murph you dope that's all i got one word for you you dope that. listen i, appreciate I listen that. to your show I met you when I've been on your show. I met you in person yeah, twice, yeah, and yeah. listen, the the same person I get from the show is the same person <laughs> I um I met in person. That's me. And, yeah, <laughs> and I and I love you, Murph. You one of the few people. You one of the few people. I'm just leaving it like that. You just you just one of the few, and then me and you don't chat all the time. Right, right, right. But when we that. do chat, it's like. We missed a beat. Yeah. It's like I don't, I might not talk to you for three months, and we talk on the phone. We talking on the phone for like 30, 45 minutes, just catching up, and then it's like, and we ain't miss a beat. You, you, you know what I'm saying? We just picking up right where we left off, and it's, it's all bis- biscuits and gravy. It's all good, and and I love it, and yes, I appreciate ma'am. it, yes, and ma'am. I appreciate you. I appreciate you and love the support, and you know we're a family. And just thinking about it, I'm looking like we've uh, we've recorded basically. For about an hour. <laughs> Have we? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, wow. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's... uh, Hey, y'all, we're going to bring Jackie back, though. We're going to really talk about her business, her companies, her YouTube, her podcast. We're going to hit on all that next time, though, because she will be bringing back John. So it's going to be a yeah. next time. It's, I'm going to bring back my partner in crime. I'm, promise y'all i promise y'all i promise y'all i promise y'all but for those people out there jackie and again thank you for taking your time out your schedule to rock Mm -hmm. with me 
let them know how they can find you. I'm sure they might have some questions or they just might really want to look forward to, hey, good morning, beautifuls, and the encouraging <laughs> videos or posts that you do. You know what I'm saying? They they, they uh, want to see that. So how can they find all right, you? All right, y'all. For whoever hung out this long, we appreciate Come you. Come on. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, for real, you guys can find I'm Just Jackie on Twitter, Instagram, I'm going to keep it real simple for you listeners. Go to I'mJustJackie.com. Everything I'm Just Jackie is related is there. All the podcasts, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat. Y'all can find all my links there and follow I'm Just Jackie. And have some fun with me. Have some, you know, shits and giggles with I'm Just Jackie because I am the life of the party. <laughs> hey, I told y'all not when I first met her. I'm like, I gotta step my energy level up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and go to I'mJustJackie.com and you know check me out over there. Yeah. Hey y'all, make sure y'all support. Make sure y'all follow and hit up. Give her feedback. Let her know. Hey, that she's still here, and because of this episode, you gonna keep on pushing because you still here too. And for yeah. those, yes, man. I hope I hope I gave y'all something to work with. You know, I hope oh, I. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I'm just being honest. Like like I told you, for me, the the fact, like you said, Merv, that first marriage, I was just in it because of what well, I was told. That's real. That's real. Yeah. That's honest, and I'm like, that's dope. Shout out to your father. Like after three times, like yo, hey, all right, this back yeah. and forth. Like that's that, and that's what makes this particular platform, the Flagrant Two, so special because it's everyday people having everyday conversations that the public mm-hmm. or the media really don't talk about. Yeah, and I, can I say one more thing? Go ahead. I just want you know don't. I know people probably wondering like oh Jackie why are you sharing all this about yourself or whatever whatever I I, I just want to say this um you you know we take what our parents give us and it it, it starts to become a cycle like you try to take it it goes from one generation to another honestly you don't have to people don't have to do that you don't have to take stuff with you that you grew up with to the next generation so that's why i was saying like the things my parents didn't do i was making sure that i was a parent that did do it you know because i don't want my kids feeling like i felt when i was coming up so i'm saying all this to say we can be the change (laughs) if you want stuff to change start with yourself so be the change you want to see that's it that's it Hey y'all, I'm telling y'all, on that note, I have nothing else to say. You can find me Twitter, Instagram, at isdmurf. Email me, isdmurf at yahoo.com. Thank you for whoever you have you listening to this platform. We are on most major platforms. And if not, hit me up. I'll make sure we get that added. But we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Until next time, and y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh. 
murk, you did it again. Setting trends like you wanted to win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me cause I'm brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with the scenes. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal ya So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rockin' with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin Being better men We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya